said today's a little bit special it's our last uh, episode of the year and um i figured we would do a little uh in the, you know we always do an album and uh it, instead of the the last one we did um but for this year uh, for this episode um we're doing something where i take songs from a playlist that i create every year um this year obviously 2020 give them four songs each and let them rate them separately and see how you uh respond to them and as always, uh, we pair it with a beer, and of course, we got to go with Thomas Hooker Brewery's Nor'easter, a winter-embracing brew. Uh, I- I'm hoping I can take this because I'm still reeling from yeah. last episode. So we we do uh, we did we did a batch episode where we recorded the, the uh, Christmas special. We had uh, the eggnog beforehand, so we're only doing one beer to share because uh, that did not go too well. Ah. so uh, we're just gonna split this one. <laughs> Yeah, Thomas Hooker. lager color. Yep. <laughs> Is that a pour or a pee? That's sick. Yeah, it's going to be both. Mm, okay. Um, let's see. Uh, a, bit, uh, a little bit darker. It's like a, like a it dark is. amber. So I'm drinking out of a fat orange cat glass. Snifter. Snifter. I hardly know it. I am drinking <laughs> out of my nice Clydesdale Christmas mug from Budweiser. That is massive. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty big. third of a beer. (laughs) (laughs) I just have a giant's glass because I'm a degenerate. Yeah. All right. Um, Yeah, this is a Thomas Hooker. Local to where we are, at least. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, It it will be. It's right before 2020 is over. Uh Mm. Yeah. And this is a lager, you said, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a lager style. It's 6%. Uh, only available from November to January, so it is seasonal. Uh-huh. Uh, it's made with Spalt Hops, Haller Tau Hops, and Saz Hops. Uh. Very weird uh, combination it, of hops. Yeah. Can, can, uh, the, uh, can definitely taste the spices yes. that they say that they brew with. On their website it says, A brew to celebrate winter in New England, Nor'easter Lager possesses a hearty malt flavor, delicately accented by mild winter spices. A winter embracing brew. I like that. Yeah, it's like it's like getting snowed in. Yeah, exactly. Yep, exactly. Um, yeah, um, is this our first Thomas Hooker? Yes. Beer on the yes. show. Yeah. Um, a, a Connecticut staple. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, one of the bigger breweries in the state for sure. Um, yeah, this is a good one. Um, a non IPA. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of uh, got a little pigeonholed in the IPA, so I want to. Uh, Shake it up a bit and bring a lager. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. It is good. It is. It's very good. Yeah, that's a good beer. Um, Hooker, they have a lot of other great beer labels. I think my favorite being, uh, I think it's called the Super Duper Double, and it reminds yeah, me of uh, Family Double Dare on yep. Nickelodeon. Yeah, yeah I saw that. They were going for. Um, they have the yeah. classic Naughty Nurse line, right? Is that that's uh, City Steam. Uh, City, City Steam. Both yeah. in Hartford, though. Yeah. Not bad. Uh, Hooker also has hashtag no filter, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. a personal favorite of them. I might be bringing that to the show next year. Um, 
Yeah. So on uh, Untapped, which is like a, a beer rating website, they yep. give it a 3.47 out of 8,000 ratings. Hmm. Um, That's pretty good. A lot, of, a lot of people enjoy it. I, I personally enjoy it as well. It's got that kind of uh, warm feeling. Yeah, kind of sit by a fire. Exactly, yeah. yeah. This is this is definitely uh, sweater weather beer. Mm-hmm. You, can, uh, <laughs> yep. you can definitely see why it's not available all the time. Um, yeah, this isn't something you're drinking in the summer. Exactly, yeah. Definitely a little heartier than you uh, would yeah, get goes, out of anything else. Goes well for sure. Eggnog. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, I think anything goes well after <laughs> eggnog and uh, oof, rough. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, good beer, solid lager, and uh, thanks for bringing it. This is a, a great yeah beverage. Again, a, a Thomas themed beer. That's right. Yeah. Yes, that's another. That's, I didn't even plan that. Either. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I've I've been to their brewery before many times. They have a lot of weird, but also pretty solid beers they have like a bubblegum beer i've was, actually never been to their brewery it's yeah, pretty nice yeah. it's pretty nice yeah. they have like a um like uh i think they have it on uh in bottled actually they have watermelon ale yep. it's, it's pretty solid yeah, yeah, yeah. I've you only get it in the front taste but uh, it's really cool it's a nice environment to be in you can kind of see all the uh the brewing systems right in the back oh cool they have a huge list really cool place nice i'm pretty sure they have uh two locations yes bloomfield and colt colt yeah um, like the yeah. Colt building in Hartford? I think so. Yeah, it's Colt, the Colt Tap Room. Yep, and Small Batch yeah, Room. Yeah, yeah Hartford. Oh. And, and I went in Bloomfield. Yep. Yeah. That's what uh, I've been to. I think the Hartford, the Colt Tap Room, just recently opened. Okay. Cool. Um, but whereas the Bloomfield location was yeah. their original. Yeah, cool. Nice. Yeah, definitely no, I, want to I, go. I definitely enjoy this. Yep. Um, yeah. But... To pair with this uh, this drink, uh, it's uh, I got some stockings for you. Here you go, metaphorically. Oh, thanks. Thank Just visualize what you think a stocking oh, would look like. Wow, uh, no it's, coal. Yeah, after after an opening of Christmas presents, you get a little bit extra. A little extra. So this is a little extra. Thanks, um, Tom. So a little bit of backstory to this. Um, my friend Gavin, shout out to Gavin, Gavin DL from school. Um, What's up, Gavin? Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. He he would make a uh, a playlist every year called "Shit I Like" and then the year, and um, that he we had a big talk about how it was very interesting to kind of categorize music like that, and so I kind of started doing that last year with my 2019, and I think it's really interesting. Um, you can kind of see like the emotions and what I was going through at that certain time. Like uh, my my example that I'll use for this one, um, you can tell right around when everything was going to shit. Um, so there's a song called The End of the World by Skeeter Davis. It's a, a song from the Fallout soundtrack, which is like a post-apocalyptic video game where they have a bunch of like 50s mm-hmm. and 60s music. Mm-hmm. And, um, March I had it 21st. in March of, March 21st, right when I was leaving school. Yeah. And, um, uh, it's, it's actually a really good song, but it, it, it's a, it kind of tells you where you were mentally at that time and place in, in life. And I know you had said before, Joe, that you have a playlist where you kind of just have... You throw whatever you I want do. into that, it's, but it's yeah. So I, I've started uh, curating it ever since high school. Oh, okay. And um, but back then it was like, all right, let me rip this song from this CD, put it on my iTunes playlist. Now since getting Spotify, I've transferred it all over. I sat there one day and added every <laughs> single song, and then I continue to still add to it today. Um, and it's just simply called the playlist, the playlist. I pronounce the. it the playlist. And uh, right now we're sitting at 683 songs. Damn, that's, uh, that's crazy. over 50 hours of music. That's and, cool. Uh, yeah, so I, I I've been doing this too. I, I any song that I like, any genre at all, 
Uh, I mm -hmm. put it in here. That way, when I put it on shuffle, I'm guaranteed a song that I like every single time. Yeah. So I, I kind of like to uh, start fresh and kind of reset at the yeah, end of every cool. year. Mm -hmm. So, which, I mean, that's still really cool. But yeah, yeah. The, the same thing with me. Like, there's so many different genres. You have, like, like I said before, like 50s, like ballads from like female singers. You've got rap songs, uh, like slow jams, uh, folk tunes. I think it was like Neil Young in here. There's Sublime. And just to be clear, it's it's songs that you've discovered this year. Yes. I So there are songs that I've heard before yeah. and then reheard them and added them. Yep. Um, I know I'm jumping ahead, but there's a uh, Stone Temple Pilots song I gave to Mike. Mm -hmm. yes. um, I, I've obviously heard that before, but right. I kind of rediscovered it mm -hmm. this year. Cool. Um, yeah, there, there's going to be a, a fair bit of songs that are from this year because, you know, I like newer music. Um, mm -hmm. But I'd say if most of them are not from this year, which as, is kind of interesting. As a matter of fact, if I remember correctly... Um, a Van Halen song made your 2020 playlist from the pod. Yes, so so let me uh, let me uh, go back a little bit. Um, so there are a few uh, songs from previous albums that have made it into this. I, I, I kind of see it as like a, you know, oh, this is a really good song. It's made it, but it's like yeah. not really, obviously. No, right, right. Um, there. So when I was picking these songs for you guys, I kind of did it in a pseudo random format where I just kind of put it on shuffle and then just kind of skipped. And I didn't want to pick songs that we've already done in previous podcasts. Mm -hmm. So there was a few Foo Fighter songs off of uh, Wasting Light that I oh, okay. had to skip through. Um, but yeah, there's a uh, Tame Impala song from Currents that I really enjoyed that I put in here. Um, and uh, Van Halen, I think it was I'm the One. I'm the I One you put in there, yeah. Yep. That's uh, uh, up here somewhere. Cool. Yep. So yeah, just put it on shuffle. Picked uh, four out for each of you and... Uh, I'm excited to see what you guys think. So yeah. um, we're going to go one at a time um, through these, if that's all right. Sure. Um, oh, another thing. Um, I do have other playlists that I've made personally that are more emotionally themed. Uh, are you just like plugging your... This is yes, a, this is all a big it. plug for my Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's, it's a weird from... It's different than listening to an album. For I sure. think mm -hmm. making a playlist is kind of like making like a mixtape for someone you like or something. You yeah, know? or yourself. You exactly. Know? Yeah. It's, so I, it's I think it's, a, it. it's it's just a different way of getting a bunch of music together. For yeah. sure. Yep. Yeah, I've never really been one for playlists. Like if I make it, like if I'm gonna listen to something, I almost will do like a station so it's completely randomized in the fact of like it's a type of it's like a genre or similar mm -hmm. artist, mm -hmm. you know. Um, you know, based on, you know, what I'm feeling, whether I want to listen to hip hop, whether I want to listen to, you know, rock or reggae or whatever. And, uh, you know, and then I kind of find albums from those playlists. When I hear a song I like, I then go find the artist and then I listen to an album, you know. And uh, so I've never really been one to like make like for me when I make a playlist, it was like I made a playlist of these eight songs because I knew I had to, you know, for the podcast. Right. Or, yes. you know, like I've made playlists for like, okay, all the Christmas stuff for work or for, mm -hmm. you know, whether we're after a show or something and we want to play themed music in mm -hmm. the background. Yeah. But I've never been one to be like, oh, I like that song and make a playlist. It's just haven't done it before, but it's interesting. Mm -hmm. Well, we had mentioned um, a long time ago on like one of the first podcasts that um, the age difference between us is, is that where I was kind of raised more in like the digital age mm -hmm. of like streaming and stuff. So I totally understand like why you would want to go more towards an album or something mm -hmm. like that. But just a very slight difference in years totally changes how someone can okay. kind of interact and listen to music. 
For sure. Yeah, yeah so that, that's where I kind of enjoyed my love of podcasts. Like you said, curating music in yeah. a totally different way than yeah. a lot of people are used to. And what's been cool is throughout like our episodes this year, we've kind of discovered that about each other is like how we find music, what we listen to, and mm-hmm. um, and it, it is it is cool to see how how we discover music yeah. each individually. I think that's been kind of like a underlying kind of theme of our podcast. You know, yeah, we talk about beer and music, but we also kind of add a little bit to. Mm-hmm. Uh, like kind of music history, you know, where we come from and yeah. how we I- interact with it. I like that word you use, interact. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah. Um, another quick shout out I want to make. Um, I recently created a Hops and Bops favorite tracks playlist on mm-hmm. my own account. That t- I just search Hops and Bops favorite tracks. Um, went back through every podcast and um, I'm going to start adding our f- uh, tracks we labeled as our favorites. So uh, if you guys want to listen to that, that's up there. It's got all of the uh, all of the most all recent the tracks. Yeah, it's yeah. there. Uh, one, I think we'll throw that on our uh, our link in bio. Yes, we'll we'll put the the hops and bops top track there. We'll put um, the uh, stocking stuffer playlist there. Yep. Um, the uh, sto- uh, the um, Christmas playlist is there. We'll, yep. we'll put links to all if you want to like check it all, all that out. Yeah, sure. yeah. So um, shall we? Who would like to go first? Doesn't matter to me. Joe, go first. I'll go. Okay. Sounds good. I'll go. Okay, so my first song that um, that uh, Thomas gave gave me is... So now you... I'm sorry. Are yeah. you doing it in the order in which Thomas gave them to you, or are you going to go with your rank? I'm going in the order that he gave them to me, okay. and then I'm saving my ranking for the end. Gotcha. That's how I'm doing it. Okay. You can do however you want. Okay. Um, so the first song that Tom gave me was uh, White Freckles by... Is it... Ariel Pink, Ariel. Ariel Pink. Yep, I should have said it. And I can see Tom bobbing his head to the beat now. Yeah, yeah. I have my AirPods in. <laughs> um, so just a little backstory. This uh, you said Ariel, Ariel Pink, Ariel yeah. Pink, like from uh, the Little Mermaid. Yep. So Ariel Pink is. Um, let's see. Oh, I like the 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 research you did. I appreciate it. I, I'm I I try I'm try. We might have to edit this like for. That's fine. Dead air. Kind of heavily influenced by like the 70s and 80s pop radio, um, very electronic, which uh, I didn't expect. I never heard of Ariel Pink. Yeah. Um, and when I first turned it on, I felt like I was playing a video game. I can see that. <laughs> it sounded like a mm-hmm. you know I was at an arcade playing a game. You know, mm-hmm. not like in my own home. Like it sounded like an arcade video game like soundtrack song. Okay. Um, the the song itself it was kind of it was kind of busy for me it was a little too mm-hmm. it was a little too much I, I couldn't really find myself in it so wasn't I wasn't the hugest fan of okay. of this song um, but I'd love to hear your kind of take on it like why why you like it okay yeah so um, I watch a lot of music reviewers and a lot of the that kind of community and uh, the big one that I watch a lot is a guy called The Needle Drop. His name's Anthony Fantano. He loves this album all the time. Cool. Um, he has it on vinyl, like in the background of a bunch of reviews. Mm-hmm. And I always saw the cover and I thought it said Loom Loom because like the uh, the P is kind yeah. of separated. And I was yep. like, what kind of album name is Loom Loom? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and then I did some research on it. it's called Pom Pom, which is the actual album. Um, he, he's bigger in the indie scene. Mm-hmm. This was kind of his his. Uh, his biggest album so far, and um, there's a, there's a few bit of really good tracks on this album. I know Lipstick is really good. This one, uh, that other one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I really enjoy this album. It's got really cool time signatures, and it's really 
tight, and then it kind of mellows out in the middle. Okay, cool. But yeah, no, it's very eccentric, very weird. Um, that's just the kind of stuff that I go for. Yeah, I just enjoy it. Cool. Yeah, that was, was my it, first one. Yeah, it was an odd song. It was. <laughs> like you said, very busy. Yeah. I, yeah. I did listen to it. It was mm-hmm. just a lot going on. Oh, yeah. We should um, say we, Mike and I also listened yeah. to yeah. each other's yeah, stock wanted to, wanted to be filled in. So I'm just going to go in the order in which I ranked them because that's the order that I have in front of me. Okay. Um, I don't have them listed where Tom gave them to me. But um, so the first one I ranked as, you know, my number one would be Run by Joji. Oh, um, good. Yeah. I'm glad you like that. I thought it was a really cool song. Good. Um, no idea that he was Japanese. No, yeah. Uh, like, just didn't get that vibe from it at all. He has a really cool backstory. Um, and I looked up a little bit about him, and he's a comedian as well as a musician, um, they say. He's yeah. listed as. Um, he's got kind of a couple other names, Filthy Frank and yes. this guy. Yes. Yeah. he had, like, some sort of, like, it sounds like an online TV show kind of deal. He had a, a YouTube channel where yeah. he was very, very raunchy. Yeah, and I guess it... it he has a little cause for concern for him for a while. Like, yeah. he was afraid he wasn't going to be able to get a job because he, like, well, didn't yeah. want to associate with what he did, like, in the past. Exactly. Um, And then it said he went to the Canadian Academy, but that's in Japan. Hmm. Yeah, I guess it's like an international school. Like, oh. Yeah. Which I thought was really weird. Yeah. I was looking <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, it was it was a cool song. I mean, it's uh, it was interesting. He was... Kind of just like standard rock, a little bit of pop mixed in. Mm-hmm. Um, had some good vocals in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I it was just I really liked the song. It was kind of your just run of the mill, but it was it was cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he has one of the coolest like story arcs out of any like musician I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Like we said before, he has like that really edgy kind of c- comedic YouTube mm-hmm. channel. But he kind of built this huge following from me. I think he has like six million subscribers or something oh, crazy wow. like that. And he took his success from that and kind of transferred it into a music career. Mm-hmm. And um, his first EP, Will He, was really good. And then the album after that, Ballads One, is a fantastic album. Um, if you want to listen to any Joji track to start off with, I would do uh, Slow Dancing in the Dark. That's a really powerful track. Um, but this one is a single off of his new album, Nectar, that just came out. Oh, okay. I really enjoy this. Me and my friend Nick would listen to Joji all the time. And... Um, yeah, I like the way he incorporated the guitar more. He doesn't really yeah. do that a lot. Oh, okay. He's more of like a pop-centric guy. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, he he still has an incredible following online. It actually um, says here that his his main thing is uh, vocals and ukulele. Yes, that's that's what his earlier material yeah. was focused a lot more on. Which um, I thought was pretty cool. Yeah, he he definitely has a really nice falsetto range that mm-hmm. I enjoy. And um, it was just a, a nice change of pace for him to kind of include more rock-centric stuff. Yeah, and, and again, not knowing anything about him other than the little bit of research I had done. Yeah. You know, not I still not listened to any other music by him, just mm-hmm. this one song. Yes. Like, I would have put him in as, like, kind of like a like a rock-pop kind of guy. Um, yeah, and, not really. You know, to know that he's not really that. Yeah. You know, I've read some, you know, some of his stuff talks about he's, like, a little more hip-hop and then he's got trip-hop they call it r&b yeah I'd like say, you know yeah. now i'm seeing that as you know we talk but you wouldn't get it from this track which was yeah. kind of cool yeah um yeah no i i'm a huge fan of joji i can't wait to see what he does more in the future i also like the song i i never heard of joji before but the song was you know had that kind of rocking back and, yeah uh yeah i was into that yeah good pick i'm glad you enjoyed it thank you for my next yes. stocking stuffer, Re- reach down deep I in there. Reached in and out comes. Oh, what is it? 
City of Angels by 24K Golden. Mm, yes. Um, so 24K Golden is actually pretty current right now. Um, yes, that is the uh, one he, of the newer ones that yeah, I picked out. He has a huge song right now, end of 2020, uh, called Mood. Mood is out right now. Yep. I Big fan of that song. So Indeed. that was the only... Um, uh, any reference or any knowledge I had of 24K Golden before yes. listening to the mm-hmm. song. So I was like, oh, okay, he sings that mood song. That's right. And mm-hmm. then now I hear this song. And this song is great, too. This is, uh, mm-hmm. it has a kind of like an L.A. Cali vibe. I mean, obviously it says City of Angels. But you can, you know, it's kind of beachy. Um, mm-hmm. The intro guitar reminded me of kind of like a reggae kind of feel. Okay. Um, okay. Definitely beachy vibe. Um, I, I really liked this song a lot. And... Now that I like Mood and uh, City of Angels, like I'm, I'm inspired to check out more of 24K Golden stuff. Yeah. Um, it says he's a rapper. Um, you know, I, I maybe more hip hop. You know, but there's definitely a lot of singing too. You know, yeah. just kind of straight up pop music. Yeah. Um, which I was, I was into. Um, so I believe that. This song and Mood, are they on the same album? No. They're not? Um, okay, thank you for This album is me. called Dropped Out of, uh, the College. Dropped Out, Dropped out of College, I think. Yes, Dropped Out, Dropped Dropped out, out of, of College. Yes. There's another uh, really good song called Valentino and Games on Your Phone on this album that are also both on my 2020 playlist, but cool. I'm glad I picked this one because this, this is my favorite song from his. Now, um, is this an earlier album? Than no, the, uh, this than was uh, like January of 20... No, this is late 2019. Never mind. Late 2019, whereas Mood so, is Mood now. came out in 2020, yeah. Okay. I was going to say that you can you can tell there's like a little different vibe yes. too between those two songs. Yeah, definitely. Like, like this, again, kind of had more of like... I would almost say a little more rockish to it. Like it had a little the bit guitar of... guitar makes uh, it, yeah. yeah. Whereas the, you know, you listen to Mood, which again was the only other song I'd ever... I'd never even heard of 24 carrot before and golden before this you know is it k golden carrot golden i say 24k golden Uh, not the best name yeah i don't know but um it's working but you know that song is definitely a little bit more pop hip-hop than this one which i thought was kind of cool how yeah you could tell it was kind of a different album um but yeah um i really love this track he's a double xl freshman for 2020 so he was like one of the newest up and coming i uh, saw that in here yep like uh hip-hop and rap uh artists yeah i could um, definitely see him you know staying around puts out good music yeah he has good uh collabs you know good feature mm-hmm. artists they yep. do a good job on his songs yeah i think it's a really uh great catchy pop track uh, yeah. guitar chords are instantly like recognizable and fun it can get a little repetitive over time, yeah. But you know. that's the nature of the song, yeah. you know. Um, it's meant to get stuck in your head and kind of yeah. sing along to. Kind of, you got the carefree lyrics and the singing. Um, uh, but yeah, it's less than two minutes of runtime, right? Yeah, it's it's a pretty short track, mm-hmm. one fifty-two. Yeah, so it's you know, stays its time and uh, doesn't really outstay its welcome. No. I have been noticing that a lot of like popular songs that make the radio or. You know, become popular. Mm-hmm. People have becoming have become shorter and shorter yeah. and shorter. People um, have low attention spans. Yeah. yeah. Um, there is that song. Well, also when you look at a lot of these songs, you know, like you know, I'll go back to Twenty Four K with uh, Mood, um, and for the band, we learned it. It's you know, besides the little guitar hook that it has, it's the same four chords. Yeah. For the verse, the chorus. So it makes sense that songs are getting shorter because. You know, how long can you listen to the same four notes right. exactly. on repeat and just a slight change in, in like melody or the lyrics yeah. or, you know, the hook or whatever. It's just 
So it's, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, it's interesting how, like, simplified songs have gotten. Like, oh, yeah. the, when I was saying songs have gotten shorter, the first one I've thought of was a recent song called Meant to Be by B.B. Rexa and oh. Florida Georgia Line. Okay. There's no bridge at all. It's just two verses, a chorus, repeated chorus, done. It's, like, super short. Whereas I hear it, I'm like, oh, I wanted, like, another yeah. bridge or another yeah. chorus repeat, something like that. And it's just interesting how simplified and, and short songs have, have gotten. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but, like like you said, seems to be working, you know, yeah. with, with his name and how making many, songs. Yeah. How many streams does the song have? Almost 200 million. <sighs> 200 million. Not too wow. bad. Huh? I would take Man. it. How many streams does our podcast have? <laughs> Almost 200 million. Almost, yeah. Yeah, we round up. Generous, yeah. Round up. <laughs> add, a, add a couple commas. Uh, uh, no, I really like this song, so good. thanks for uh, giving this to me. I I, uh, I enjoyed it. Good. Yeah. So my next one, uh, ranked number two in my list, was Old 45s. Mm. Like, yeah. uh, Chromio. Yes. Yeah. So again, knew nothing, never heard of them. Um very 80s feel to it like i felt like i was watching like the breakfast club while mm-hmm. this was playing um but it just was super catchy and super different um and and i mean honestly the last two songs that i ranked in my um out of my four are probably the songs that i would assume you guys thought i would be more geared towards mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're both kind of rock tunes yeah and uh I think that's why I kind of picked these other two, though, is because they were super different, but I really liked them. Good. And Old 45 is just, you know, pretty simplistic lyrics, nothing too crazy, a um, mm-hmm. little, little repetitive with the with that melody, that beat in the background. But it was just like, I felt like I was like in like an 80s kind of pop, hip hop, you know, and I found out there was a Canadian electric funk yes. duo. Yes. Um, just would not have seen in that, you know, thinking about, like, listening to the song. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I guess they, they're kind of from, like, the late 90s-ish. Yeah. Uh, to um, now. Or it says 2002 to present. Yeah, um, I guess actually. They, you know, um, so... When this album come out? I think this album was, like, 2014. That album's called White Women, yeah, which I really liked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it was just... Um, you know, it, it, again, it didn't have that 2000s vibe. It had a very 80s vibe to mm-hmm. it with just like a little bit of, you know, modern mixed in. And, um, you know, other than being kind of a little repetitive, mm-hmm. it was super catchy. And I just kind of found myself like, oh, yeah, I can jam to this. Yeah, exactly, I like yeah. this song. Yeah. yeah. So um, I, I watch a few Let's Plays on YouTube, which basically is just like a podcast, but with video game footage over it. Okay. And so they kind of do a little bit of both of that. And one of the ones I watch is called Game Grumps, and they talk a lot about Chromio. They're big fans of Chromio. So that's how I kind of got into them personally. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like you said, um, one of the catchiest like funk pop tracks I've ever heard. And yeah. they're electro pop, which you don't really hear a lot of, but I think they do it particularly well. Mm-hmm. Um, a really, They actually put out a really good EP um, called Quarantine Casanova. Dogs here in quarantine. Um, it's only like six tracks. Oh, that's the the remixes. Um, yeah, like they have songs like Clorox Wipe and Six Feet Away and shit like that. <laughs> but yeah, no, I I really really enjoy them. They definitely you pretty much did exactly what I have to say. They have that eighty sound, um, but in twenty fourteen. Yeah, I just didn't expect it. And it's not even one of their more popular tracks too, which is confusing to me because I it's it's instantly gets stuck in your head. Yeah. It's like an earworm yeah. track. Yeah. yeah, great song. Super it's catchy. It was fun. Um, I yeah, like, I liked it a lot. I like giving new music to people. It feels yeah. really good. Yeah, man. <laughs> and you can also like it. Yeah. 
Totally. Um, yeah. Right, let's uh, keep the ball rolling. Keep it going. So my third uh, track was... Uh, Russell around some... Get, oh. get past the, the Tic Tacs and the gum and the... <laughs> Toothpaste. <laughs> it was Human Target Practice by a band called Hail the Sun. Yes. Okay. Uh, another group I've never heard of. Yeah. Um, Hail the Sun. So they are a post-hardcore band from Chico, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, totally makes sense. Post-hardcore, like... Um, like po- like post grunge, not grunge. Um, emo, uh, kind punk of, rock alternative. Yeah, thing. that kind of that kind of similar sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, when I hear when I heard this band, I immediately thought of like Story of the Year, who might have been a little more mm-hmm. popular, but kind of that harder rock, like emo, like mm-hmm. um, dance, Gavin, dance, punk, punk mm-hmm. music. Um, yeah. So hail the sun, and the song was um, human target, human practice. target practice. This song. Kick me in the ass. Good. Holy yes. shit. Yes. Um, so I also really like this song. Mm-hmm. Um, so this one, it brought me back to, you know, kind of the, the high school era where, you know, the scene music. Yep. <laughs> um, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but I, I knew a lot of it. A lot of my friends listened to that music. But the twist on, on these guys is they almost have like a prog sound to them, like very progressive okay, yeah. time signatures, very oh, yeah. intricate parts. I did not see that coming. So mm-hmm. um, that kind of immediately spoke to me. It kind of fit into my taste because mm-hmm. uh, another band I like, Dream Theater, they're like metal, but also progressive and they have odd times of signatures, things like that. So these guys do the same thing, but more in like the punk rock, hardcore genre. Um, big fan of that. Um, it sounds like a, like a guy and a girl singing though, but I don't think a girl's in the band. No, I believe no. it's just the the male lead singer. So he probably just has a higher voice. Oh but yeah, I thought I heard two uh, voices in it. He might he might have got a backing vocal. I'm yeah, not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was a great song. I'm glad you gave this one to me because uh, like the 24K Golden, I like it for all different reasons. Oh yeah. But I'm inspired in checking more songs out by them. So good, yeah. Um, so the album comes off of Wake, another 2014 2014, album. yep. Um, so when I would go, it was around June, where I kind of kicked myself to lose a lot of weight, so I did a lot of hiking, which is when I listened to a lot of uh, Wasting Light, mm-hmm. uh, some other songs. Um, but this this song, uh, Human Target Practice, um, I freaking love this song. It's really intense. Uh, it's really heavy. So many intricate and well-coordinated sections. Um, like you said, the odd time signatures keep the track really energetic. Um, the, the singer, super high tenor yeah, singer. Yeah. Uh, the lyricism is really like heavy and on point. Mm-hmm. There's so many interesting so- parts of the song that I just I love. Yeah. I think I showed okay. you Mike this song in the summer. Yeah. Uh, or another another song by them. By them, yeah. But no, they were good. Um, it was a good song. I think pretty much everything Joe said. You know, just kind of yeah. didn't see that one coming. You know, it was just such an interesting mix. All these songs that yeah. like some of them kind of. Caught yeah. you off guard. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's tough with uh, just four songs, well, eight in total, yeah. to kind of have a similar sound because there's, oh, yeah. there's not a lot of flow in between these. No. I kind of just want no. to be like single, like ones you can yeah. take apart. Right, and that's why we're talking about them separately. Yeah, so it's gonna, it's obviously going to be very different mm-hmm. from the rest of the songs. Yeah, sure. I mean, like the next one going in for me uh, that I placed as my third was uh, Stone Temple Pilots, Dead and Bloated. Yep. Like, I've heard that song a million times. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, listen to Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, they came, what, in the 90s and, you know, yeah. had that mm-hmm. kind of, like, grunge feel to them. And, you know, they weren't one of the big grunge bands, you know, when it comes mm-hmm. to, like, talking about Nirvana and you talk about uh, Soundgarden <laughs> and everything. But they were right yeah. right in that area. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Scott Weiland, great voice. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, absolutely great voice. Um, with them and with Velvet Revolver, mm-hmm. you know, just did a really oh, good job. I forgot about Velvet Revolver. Yeah. Um, you know, good song though. It's got that cool intro with uh, kind of just the vocals, mm-hmm. and then the guitars come in heavy. That da da It's just yeah. nice. It's heavy. It's got that crunch to it. Um, you know, they were never one of my favorite bands, but I also wasn't a big grunge, not really a huge '90s rock guy. Just mm-hmm. never was. But um, that song was. You know, that's a good song. There, it's different. It's different than kind of like, a, you know, a lot of the, the standard grunge stuff. And, um, you know, vocally, he's just got a great voice. Oh, yeah. Scott Weiland. Yeah, so, definitely. Um, um, but, yeah, it was kind of a cool, like, again, I hear it a million times. Not a song I kind of go out and listen to. Yeah. Yeah, that's know? fair. Um, but it was cool to, like, have to listen to it and, and think about it a yeah. little bit differently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, like I mentioned before, how it kind of, like, it's really cool how you can see the date of when mm-hmm. it was added. So... Um, when we were doing a lot of stuff, getting ready for the the Alice in Chains show that I was in, mm-hmm. um, I was kind mm-hmm. of getting more into like this '90s kind of grunge because I don't really have any nostalgia for it. Mm-hmm. Born in 1997, so yeah. by that time, all the sounds of the time were gone. But it was really interesting to kind of go back and listen to Core all the way through because I was already a huge fan of Stone Temple Pilots already. I love Plush, um, Interstate Love Song. Oh yeah, even like Tripping on a Hole in the Paper Heart's a really good song. Um, but I went back in February and kind of re-listened to Core all the way through, and I'd heard this song before, but kind of finding it again was a little a little gem to, to add to the playlist, so mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Um, the lyrics can be a little repetitive over time, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, like it's, it's just a classic 90s song, so yeah, I, sure. I, I really enjoyed kind of re-listening to this album again. It was kind of a, a new experience. Yeah, I, I know a lot of Stone Temple Pilots songs. Not everything, but... This is actually my least favorite Stone Temple Pilot songs okay, that, can... of that, that I know. Yeah, that's huge right. Interstate Love Song fan. Mm, yep. uh, that's that's my top song by them. This one it it, it just drags for me, and I know it's intentional for the tempo to be slow, but mm. it kind of just drags. And if it ever comes on the radio or anything, I tend to mm, skip okay. it. But yeah. you know, um, not my stocking stuffer. Mm. That's just my two cents. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> somewhere in a very uh, far off Facebook page or something, there's a video of me singing "Plush" oh, with we my need friend. To find that. I think it was like junior year of high school. Yeah, I was there. That's right. <laughs> yes. Wow. Oh my God. You and Josh, right? Me and Josh came. Yeah. yeah, I forgot about that. Yep. And me and me and my buddy Trevor did yeah. an acoustic cover of this for uh, nice. something in high school. Yeah, nice. it was good. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, so you each get one more stuffer. Yep. To uh, un unwrap. And Joe, would you like to? Uh, my final like, one. All right. So let me let me come out clean. Yeah. All these songs are picked random except this one. Except this one. I want. I really want to see what you think of this. Really. Song. Oh, all right. I'm put on the spot now. Okay. So my fourth song was um, "Hand Crushed by a Mallet" by 100 Gex. Is it 100 Gex or yeah. 100 Gex? I just say 100 Gex. 100 Gex. Okay. Yeah. So I've heard of 100 Gex throughout. Really? The, this year, yeah, really, yes, I, I've, but I don't, I don't know anything about them. Are they a duo? Yeah. They're, they're a duo, 
Yeah. It's called um, hyper pop. Is the genre yeah. they're kind of Never pushing forward? Of. Yeah, I, I there a couple people I know have posted songs that they listen to. That's really cool. I, so I've I've heard of them. I just never really got around to listening to them. This is the first song I've ever heard by them. Um, the the um, <laughs> I, I, it, it's it's out there. I it's can different. totally understand you. You gave, like you it. gave me. I'm just gonna say right now. Mike's four were like so similar to one another. My four were like schizophrenic, like like I'm I was thrown in all different directions. It was random, but no, that's except, good. Except this, <laughs> except this one, um, it sounds great in a car. Yes, that's what volume I to jacked a lot. up, bass jacked up, because mm-hmm. there there's a part later in the song where the bass really turns up and it you know it has that, that ca- classic car shake, and, that distortion. Yeah, 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 yeah. That I liked the. The song overall, though, it wasn't my flavor. The the vocals were a little too um, yeah, produced. Monkey. Yeah, yeah, Chip Monkey too, mm-hmm. and a little too um, overproduced. But uh, I'm I'm curious to hear why you wanted to give me this. So, all right, this is another kind of June song where I hiked a lot. Um, this track was mainly just to throw like a fork in the garbage yeah. disposal to see what happens. You know, <laughs> um, yeah, like I say, I totally understand if you dislike it. And it's kind of hard to like say why I like it, but I think the main reason I do is because it's so out there and so unique. Yeah. There's no one that you can even really compare it to because it's so like I don't even know how to like describe it. It's so unique that I think it's what pop music will sound like in like 15 or 20 years. Yeah. So they're so like ahead of the curve, but at the same time like it's it's not for everyone. It's yeah. a very niche sound. Right. Um, if you don't necessarily like this track, I would highly recommend the remix of this okay. with Fallout Boy for some reason. Oh. Very very okay. interesting take on it, um, where the end just kind of goes, you know, all hyper and screamy and yeah. all kind of builds up and cuts out. I would definitely recommend that too. I will as well. I'll have to check that out for yeah. sure. That's very but, interesting. Um, yeah. Uh, it's also the same people that make a uh, on this on this album that it comes off of. There's an electronic ska song called cool. "Stupid Horse," which is really weird. Interesting. But it's just they're they're so out there and unique that it's hard not to pay attention to them. Yeah, um, I I, I want to know more about their their name. I want to know where that came from. I have you know? no idea. Yeah, hundred no, gecks. I don't know. What they're I... they're purposely kind of like mysterious. Yeah, and I think that's what they kind of go for. Go for in terms okay. of like yeah. Cool. All right. Nice. Yeah, so my last one was Beauty of Breathing by Jeff Rosenstock. Yes. Um, so that was a brand new album this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I put it as my bottom. It was kind of just like a kind of straightforward rock song. Um, nothing yeah. too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, had a good guitar lick to it. Um, had some good different kind of rhythms. Um, you know, vocally, he's a good vocalist. But it just was, I don't know. I found it to be kind of a little like, eh. Little, you know, nothing really stood out to me with okay. this song. Yeah, um, it kind of was just like bare bones, basic. You okay, know? that makes yeah. sense. Good guitar, good vocalist. Um, I did a little research on him, and Jesus Christ, this guy doesn't like to stick around for long. Um, he was in <laughs> like nine thousand bands, pretty much, um, and put out like two or three albums with all of these bands, and then just like moved out. Oh wow! Look uh, at that. Yeah. Yeah, he's busy. Um, and I'm sure there's some overlap here, and I don't know. It just he yeah he's and I guess recently he you know or not recently but after one of his one band he was in uh, bombed the music industry. Yep. He started his solo career after leaving them. 
He plays, I think, every single instrument that exists. Um, <laughs> it lists right here that he does vocals, sax, guitar, keyboard, piano, bass, glockenspiel, hmm. organ, drums, synthesizer, ukulele, trumpet, clarinet, French horn, flute, and banjo. Wow. Um, so, no kazoo. No, no kazoo. Yeah, he's taking um, lessons. He does not play the triangle. Mm. Um, but, I mean, it's almost like he's a, like a music teacher. Like, the dude just plays everything. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it seems like he's a little more like punk kind of rock. Yeah. Um, I didn't really get that feel from this song. It mm -hmm. was a little bit more kind of like, to me, like almost like pop rock or like classic rock almost feel, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I like the song. I, I wouldn't turn it off. I just, nothing stuck out. Like, okay. of all the songs for me, I think Dead and Bloated went above it only because I knew it. So it yeah. was like a little bit more like, oh, yeah, I remember this song. Like okay. You know, um, obviously Old 45s and Run were just new to me, but they had such a good, catchy, different sound. Mm -hmm. um, this one was just kind of middle of the road, you okay. know, nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, so I discovered Jeff when he came to my school in, I think it was my freshman year. We had like a... Jeff. Um, yeah, well, first name. First right? name. Okay. Gotcha. Just so, like um, I was going to say, does Marshall know that? Yeah, Marshall. <laughs> Marshall. Um, we had like a, a spring fling event where one day was like the rock, uh, the rock sound uh, artist, and then the second day was the rap. Oh, okay. So I was, uh, it was, it was actually a relatively smaller crowd because I feel like more, more people go to rap anyway, but he did um, his album Worry, which was in 2016, and that is one of my favorite albums of all time. Okay. It's definitely like a five out of five album for me. We'll definitely do it later in the, in the podcast, but... Um, all of his music is kind of the similar vein of de de depressed and dejected kind of towards the future, mm -hmm. but still like a little optimistic. And uh, I love this album. This album, I, I think when you listen to The Beauty of Breathing in the full context of the rest of the album, yeah, it makes, makes more, more sense. sense. Gotcha. I could Cause see that. the lead in from Leave It In The Sun ending yep. into this song is so smooth. It's like oh, okay. a super nice transition. It's later in the album too. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's a... Um, yeah, no, the, the, the flow of this album is, is, is really good. Um, there's actually a few songs on this that made it into the 2020 playlist, but um, in all in all, Jeff Rosenstock is a really talented performer. Like you said, plays a lot mm -hmm. of instruments. Um, you could tell. Nice I mean, you could tell he's a, he's a great musician. He knows what he's doing, and obviously, you know, doing a little research on him, you know, he is all over the place, um, and he's super involved in, in so many different projects and so many different things, and yeah. like... You know, he's just busy, 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 busy. And like I said, I just, I felt like this song didn't have anything like standout-ish. Like for me. Yeah. You know, as a standalone single to listen to that song, I was kind of like, I don't know. It just kind of didn't grab me. Yeah. I kind of wish, um, I, uh, well, I kind of wish the, the randomness would have given you a, a better track to kind of get into him to yeah. discover this album. Um, I really like Scram. That's also on my playlist. And uh, Leave It In The Sun is also a really good song. So mm -hmm. if you want to get more into that. That's there for you, but cool. We're all done. What nice. are uh, so? I know Mike, you've given your rating. Yeah, so I got Run is my number one, Old Forty Five is my number two, Dead and Bloated is my third, and then Beauty of Breathing was my fourth. Okay. As for me, um, my top song was City of Angels by Twenty Four K Golden. Okay, I enjoyed that. Followed very closely, very closely by uh, Human Target Practice, Hail the Sun. Okay. Um, I, I just feel like I could see myself listening to City of Angels more. Yeah. But which is weird because like I'm a rock guy, I play drums, I love okay. intricate parts. I, I don't know, it just kind of now I, I kind of like the airy, kind of easy listening okay. music kind of nowadays. So yeah, sure. that's why I put them one too. 
Um, number three, I, I went to uh, Hand Crushed by a Mallet by 100 mm. Gex. Because okay. I, I, I like that bass. I, I, that kind of broke the tie. And then just number four, White Freckles, Aerial Pink. It, I, don't know, I, I, I couldn't I couldn't connect to that song as okay. well. So that's that's my number four. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair but, enough. But um, like we said, we're going to put the playlist up of all eight songs on our uh, our bio on Instagram and all that. So yes. you know if you want to listen to all eight songs, there they are. Um, maybe we'll even share Tom's 2020 playlist. Yeah. We'll throw that up there, if, too, if you want to see where his head's at. If you want to listen to all uh, 153 songs and almost nine <laughs> hours of music, yep. um, please do. There's actually a big mix of uh, different kind of genres in there. So if you want to get a taste of where my head's at, it's yeah. definitely up there for you. Cool. Sweet. Well, that was good. And uh, we got to bring back in Thomas Hooker. That's Nor'easter. right. we got to rate this bad boy here. Yes. Um... I'm actually very close to the untapped rating. I'm, I'm giving this a 3.5. It's a, it's a solid lager. You know, I like the darker color. Um, I can't drink too many of these, but it, it's a perfect seasonal drink. You know, I'll definitely have another one of these. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, three and a half uh, hops for me. Yeah, I'm going with three, three hops. Um, you know, good beer. You definitely taste the spice, the, the, the flavors that are in it. Um, they do a good job with that. It gives you that winter feel, like, you know, sitting by a fire, you know, wrapped up and cozy and that kind of, uh, you know, feel when you're drinking it. And uh, it's got a good, you know, uh, lager flavor. It's not super strong. Uh, it's not overpowering. But, you know, just kind of not my favorite style of beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, like Joe said, you can't drink a lot of them. You know, I could have one here and there. Um, but I, I thought they do a very good job with it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to agree with Joe and give it about a three and a half for me. Um, I kind of want to wait till it's actually snowing to drink it. Yeah, it, right. it definitely has that kind of aesthetic to it. Yeah. Um, I enjoy the kind of warmness to it, um, the nice amber kind of taste to it as well. Uh, but there's also a reason that, you know, we only we split one beer between three of us. Yeah. Still um, gurgling with that eggnog. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's a week later. He, yeah, right. <laughs> All week long. Called out a week. It's really sitting in us. Called out a um, week. Yeah, no, I, I, uh, that was a pretty solid beer, three and a half. I'll give it that. Sounds nice. good. Well, another, uh, another special episode wrapping yeah. up. Thank what, you guys. Getting ready to start the new year. Yeah, what a year. I mean, I, I, I hope I can speak for, uh, you know, Mike and Tom. Speak for whoever you want. <laughs> I've had a blast oh, doing this. You oh, know, absolutely. it's something we talked about earlier in the summer and, you know, glad we got it off, off mm-hmm. the ground and. Um, we hope you guys have been enjoying it too. And, you know, the, the feedback we've gotten has been great. The, uh, the, um, the sharing on social media has been great. Thank you so much for that. Um, but yeah, we're getting ready for our new year and, you know, we're of course going to stay with our album and beer format. We are the hops and bops podcast, but we also have some other cool, fun ideas that we want to throw out there and try out. And we're going to kick the new year off with one of those ideas what are we talking about guys we are going to end up doing ariana grande's new album <laughs> yes it's called uh, positions yes mm. uh, lowercase. yeah so you know right in our wheelhouse you, is yes. it big time <laughs> is it Ooh. though uh but yeah we figured we'd do a new album we'd hit something uh more pop based um a little bit more uh radio friendly yeah um and we're going to pair that album with the, the Bud Light Platinum Seltzers. Yes. Ooh. So we are actually going to get the whole pack, and oh. we are going to taste test all the different flavors, 
and we will uh, give them a hops ranking based on um, which ones we liked and which ones we didn't and kind of yep. go from there with them. So that should be interesting. So you're telling me the Hops and Bobs podcast, first episode of New Year, no beer. No hops. No hops at all. No. <laughs> and a... And a pop insanely pop. pop album. Yes. Yes. Okay. That just came out yep. pretty yes. recently. Got it. So yep. are we selling out for twenty twenty one? No, what no. are you talking about? I'm just kidding. <laughs> no. Like we said earlier, we're you know, we're we're just trying some new things, wanna have some fun with it, wanna give you guys something exactly. fun and funny to listen to. So that's what we're doing. Yeah, listen to us critique yeah. Ariana Grande while drinking some seltzer. Yes, mm. exactly. <laughs> Quite. <laughs> yep. Um yeah, so you know, have a, a great week. And uh, ending to your year, and let's hope next year's better. <laughs> yeah, we hope for the best in 2021. But uh, you know, we're definitely going to be continuing this. We got lots in the tank coming for you. So um, be sure, be sure to check us out on Instagram and Facebook, Hops and Bob's Podcast. We're streaming on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. I've been Joe. Ivan Joe. I've who's, been who's, Joe. Oh, I've been. This is Russian okay. cousin. I'm. <laughs> I am. <laughs> Almost always, Mike. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm Tom. Last time I checked. <laughs> and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks a lot. Peace.